astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Happy February. Yeah, the month of love. Here it comes. Absolutely. I think most people, when we think of February, you do think of that idea of love. So today we will be talking about self-care or self-love. And maybe you might start thinking, where would we look in the chart to find that. So stay tuned because that's what we will be discussing today. Well, have you been watching the headlines lately? No. (laughs) Well, again, this is, I think it's interesting. Jay Leno. Okay. You know, late night comedian. He retired several years ago. He has a series, a car series on, uh, anyhow, he was in his second vehicle accident within 30 days. So the first one happened in December and it was sounded terrible where his face was on fire. He was working on a car and there was some explosion or something happened and his face caught on fire. So that was terrible. And then here it was the last week of January, the closing days of January, he was on his motorcycle. And my God, he ended up breaking his collarbone and two ribs and he cracked the two, both kneecaps. And again, okay, wow. this is, and so it's a wild story that those two events could happen to one person in 30 days. And of course, instantly I thought, what the heck is going on in his chart? Yeah. Because that, you know, usually one, you'd expect one event maybe. So Excuse anyhow, um, and oh, the topper was his TV series got canceled. <laughs> so uh-huh. th- that was the other news that came out in the same time period. So I thought we should take a moment just to look at his chart and learn, like, let's look and learn a little astrology. And it was so in keeping with what we've been talking about, because Saturn has been sitting on his ascendant. The ascendant is the physical body, right? Yep. And here's Saturn sitting on it um, all in December and January. So those are the only two months that we're actually sitting conjunct on it. And here he's breaking bones. I mean, we say this all the time, Kate, right? Right, right. Saturn's on your ascendant. We say, oh, you can probably go to the dentist. Oh, be careful if you don't break a hip, you know, or your knees may be acting up, right? And I mean, not everyone breaks a bone, clearly. But we always say there's structural issues in the body. Right. Jay, if you're listening, what (laughs) happened in 1992? (laughs) I'm sure he's listening. (laughs) That would have been the last time that he went through this energy. Mm -hmm. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And Saturn, oftentimes on the ascendant, you change careers. There's some noticeable, obvious announcement about what you're doing. And of course, well, his show got canceled. Yeah. So I thought, well, that's pretty nifty. But then, you know, I got thinking, but what about the fire? Their face on fire? I mean, that's a crazy story. Yeah, that's not and a Saturn story. That's not a Saturn story. So what else is going on? And I I felt vindicated. I felt validated because we talk about Zeus 
and most astrologers do not talk about Zeus. And we're not going to get into details, but Zeus is a trans-Neptunian. It is recognized. It is not a planet, but it's a very sensitive point in the in a chart. And he has it sitting right there on the descendant line. So, I mean, it's right parallel, right on the other end of the ascendant. So that was being affected. So Saturn was opposing his Zeus. Zeus, right? What do you normally say to a client? Well, it's fire. It's fire, (laughs) right? And it can feel like, um, you know, we could talk about accidents with it, but we think of Zeus like shooting the lightning bolts down. So it's stuff that usually happens rather quickly where and again, if, I mean, if your face was on fire, that's horrible, but that would be something where it probably was some sort of explosion. It probably wasn't just didn't start off small, right? you know, like it's something that's kind of shocking. It was a spark. It was a spark of some sort. Let's face it that, you know, well, Zeus is associated with engines, things that run hot um, besides fire. But I, because so many of our clients are women, oftentimes I say, well, fire people, fire, fire trucks, fire, you know, fire places, uh, candles, uh, be careful with all these things. Yeah. Anytime that Zeus hits like that fourth house, I have some great client stories about houses, almost catching, not great stories, but I mean, (laughs) stories that encompass the energy about, um, you know, they leaned up against the stove and didn't realize they turned on the gas. You know, a lot of times they catch them, but there is just more of a fire awareness or right. the safety things that go into play to mm-hmm. prevent it from happening again. So I just thought it was great that, you know, we track Zeus. And if I saw someone's chart with Zeus on the angles, of course, we know that uh, Jay Leno loves cars and engines and big engines, right? That would be Zeus. And there it is in his chart. And it probably says something about his career as well. I don't know his story his shot shooting up into fame, I'm sure was a a big part of his storyline. Absolutely. Well, just being on the angles, it makes it so strong. would make it so much stronger. And then the last thing we just throw for women, again, not, we wouldn't necessarily say this, uh, well, we won't cast aspersions on Jay because he's probably listening, right? (laughs) But the idea for women, we oftentimes warn them when they have this energy on their angles, the Zeus energy on their angles, they have to be kind of more aware of unwanted flirtations. You know, or sometimes we say it very bluntly as men who just don't say, take no for an answer. So some oftentimes we warn women about, you know, be aware, you know, um, take, you know, protect yourself wherever you need to under that energy. Absolutely. Anyhow, I hope Jay's happy with that we talked about him today and <laughs> gave, gave him some in, insight into his chart. So he's done. He's done with this energy now. Well, and that he has a quick recovery. Yes, and we want to wish him a quick recovery. So there we so, go. That, that's a, that's what's in the news today, Kate. Yeah. So on a lighter note, it's the uh-huh. February, the month of love. And we're talking about self-love first. So many times you've heard you have to love yourself before you can love someone else. So we thought, why don't we talk about how the 12 signs, uh, what they can do to self-love. And we're going to be talking about everyone's ascendant. That's where we're going to look for clues. Mm -hmm. And as a matter of fact, the ascendant is one of the most personal points in the whole chart. And I think many people forget that, right? They always go, what's my sun sign? 
right? Always. They want you to guess, guess what sign they are. Well, that ascendant is far more interesting to talk about than actually the sun sign, but it's something that many people don't know unless they've had the chart done. So of course we encourage everyone, get your chart done uh, to find out what your ascendant is. You're missing a lot of information about yourself without knowing that ascendant. Yeah. So before we get into how specific the ascendant can get, mm -hmm. um, you know, many astrologers talk about that ascendant being like the, maybe the mask that you wear, right. who you're pretending to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think we maybe think that it's your mission for life and it's really oh, yeah. how you present yourself when you initially meet someone. And I'm going to go further. It's how you're supposed to introduce yourself. It's who you are. It's your authenticity in the human form. You are projecting your ascendant. Right. So it's just the opposite of this belief that it's a mask. I think person, I think it's, it's more valid than anything in a chart. So let's run through a couple celebrities okay. and just say like, okay, if it was your mission to be the first black president, like Obama, okay. Like Obama, does it make sense to you that he might have an Aquarius rising? Makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Aquarius is big undertakings, being different, doing it a new way, being mm -hmm. the surprise candidate. Yeah. Yeah, rather than being a Leo. Yeah, right. the, that, the ascendant speaks loudly. Right. Um, when it comes to Marilyn Monroe, which mm -hmm. one do you think better describes her? Her Gemini sun or uh, her Leo rising? Clearly, it's her hair, right? Leo rising. Yeah. It's not a Gemini. I don't know if she did dance. She did sing, I guess, as well. So she had some Gemini qualities to her, but it's the Leo that we all think about her. Right. And then when you hear Bill Clinton, do mm -hmm. you immediately think of his affair? And if I do. so, yeah. you know, I mean, he was president, but I think of the affair immediately because that was the sensation. Right. Right. So interesting. He is also a Leo son. Right. But you might associate him more with that Libra rising. It's Libra rising that that's playing out there. No. Leo son was him playing. What was the trumpet? on the saxophone saxophone that's a saxophone on late night show right that was his leo libra rising is that relationship thing he's got absolutely so we talked about how why is the ascendant so special you know to the individual and we have to think you know the sun moves one degree every 24 hours mm -hmm. and just to give you an idea so someone born let's say on may 21st Mm -hmm. is a zero degree Gemini right. and someone born the next day, May 22nd would be a one degree Gemini mm -hmm. and, and so on through each sign. But the ascendant moves 360 degrees in 24 hours. Yeah. Much so that means you divide that by 12. That means that every two hours, yeah. a new sign is on the ascendant. Mm -hmm. And then you divide that down even more. So every four minutes, there's a new degree on the ascendant. And this is why when you, I'm sure you feel the same way when I ask for people's birth information for a reading and they give me like a 1 PM time, mm -hmm. I'm like, were you really born at 1 PM? 
because right. they might be just estimating, which if you don't know, that's absolutely fine to estimate, right? There's still a lot of validity in the chart, but when the chart can change every few minutes like that, it is really important to know that exact time if you have that information available. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so there we're saying you can be born the same day, you know, you could be born in the afternoon, just like somebody else is, but you're going to have a way different ascendant unless you were born in, within that four minute window. So there's a lot more variety. This is where it personalizes the person. Yeah. Right. You know, this is, this is where you get the individual traits coming out of that ascendant. So anytime you do, anytime you are who you are, you're real, you're authentic, right? That's an act of self-love. Mm -hmm. Don't you agree? Yeah. I mean, I think when I used to socialize a lot more and everyone was always serving all these dry wines and everyone's drinking it, so I'm drinking it, hating every second of it. And finally, at some point, and this is a stupid, stupid story, but at some point I thought, I hate this wine. You know, I'm going to order, you know, I'm going to just drink water. You know, I'll put a lemon in it or something. And it was an act of self-love when I finally stopped torturing myself with what everyone else was choosing to drink. Yeah. Now, I probably should have figured that one out earlier in life. It took me a couple decades to figure that one out. But the <laughs> idea is you, being authentic is self-love. Absolutely. So if um, for the rest of the uh, podcast today, it will be the best if you do know your ascendant. Mm -hmm. So um, if you don't know your ascendant, you know, we highly recommend that you have a reading with either mom or me, right? or uh, you can go to uh, just, if you do a Google search for, you know, a natal astrology chart online, there are some free applications that you can type in your birth information. You'll need your birth date, year, exact time of birth and location of birth. So the city and the state. Um, or country that you were born in, and then it will tell you what your ascendant is um, <clears throat> on that graph. So before we get into the 12 signs and how to self-care for each of the uh, 12 different ascendants, let's hear from our sponsor this month, Leslie Logan. Hello, Mom and Me Astrology listeners. My name is Leslie Logan. You may remember me from the recent Aquarian episode. How are you? I am sure you are so excited to listen to today's Mom and Me Astrology episode, as am I, but I wanted to invite you over to listen to the Be It Till You See It podcast when you are done with this one. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts. Every single week, I bring on guests like Kate Wind to share different ways we can all take messy action, ditch perfection, and be it till we see it you know, the person we want to be that we keep saying someday I will be, well, why don't we just do it right now? And so every single week, my guests share actionable steps that we can take to be it till we see it. And then my husband, Brad and I come on later in the week to discuss what we learned from that guest, share our be it pod moments and more. So join us over at the be it till you see it podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, and you can check us out on Instagram at the be it pod. Okay. Welcome back. Uh, you just heard from Leslie Logan. She sounded familiar. She was our guest for the Aquarius episode in had, uh, late January. We had January. such a good time with her. We had yes. such a good time with her, didn't we? We did. She was great. She was great. So we are going to go through and talk about what are the, some, maybe the top three things that each sign can do for their natal ascendant. And let's start with Aries. Okay. 
Okay, so Aries is fiery. So the idea of wearing strong colors, reds, oranges, that's, that, that's reflective of who they are. Yeah. It could be when they're ordering food out to order things with spice in them. It doesn't, it doesn't mean the hottest dish on the menu, but the idea of variety, the idea of adventure when it comes into food, finding the dive bar, so to speak, finding the hidden restaurant, it, yep. because it becomes the adventure of the Aries, very flattering. And it's very real for, for Aries rising. Aries is ruled by Mars, which is very action oriented. So, you know, this would also be honoring yourself by finding a new way to like move your body, but especially moving your body in, I'm gonna say a little bit of an aggressive manner where you're either punching a bag, you're <laughs> running up a hill, something that feels a little like warrior like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, or the warrior pose in yoga even, right? Yeah. When we talk about self-care for Taurus, um, this would be excellent one for unplugging your phone and spending some time outside. Yeah, Taurus is nature, you know, getting taking in the natural and not being interrupted, not being pulled back indoors, so to speak, with business stuff or whatever. Uh, other things, Tauruses may really enjoy the idea of just looking at their uh, looking at their bottom line. They might enjoy checking their balance of their savings account or how their stocks are doing. Again, I understand that every day they're going to be a winner, but the idea is Taurus loves security. And some of us like looking at bank balances. It's a joy. You look forward to it. You feel secure. Yep. Uh, the last one for them is they uh, could honor themselves by beautifying something that mm. maybe you like isn't typically a beautiful area. And that could be something like the laundry room. Some people just assume like, oh, that's where the dirty clothes are. They right. might take great pride in beautifying that area and having matching jars or putting uh, um, what is it, wallpaper there. Right. So it looks more beautiful when you enter that space. You know, they also could be very good for like makeup tutorials, just bringing beauty to themselves. True. Again, these are not frivolous matters. That's what is, again, uh, self-care, self-love. This is not frivolous stuff. This is where you can authenticate. This is who I am. True. And to, that could be also, you know, the difference as to why it means so much to one person. And yes. the other person would say, oh, I wouldn't care about that in my house. That's Oh, that's a great point. Yeah, because we can be judgmental when other people are authentic, right? <laughs> True. <laughs> Why are they wasting their time putting wallpaper in their in their you know laundry room? They yeah. should be doing this. They should be doing that. <laughs> Absolutely. A very good point. Very yeah. good. We must withhold our judgment. Yeah. I always think about that idea when we think about the 12 signs. Um, this is going to kind of go off on a tangent, but I think of, okay, if 12 different signs got into like a luxury vehicle and mm. went on a drive. Oh. And I, I think it's a good way to like show the different signs where, uh, you know, the Aquarius might be really excited about it because they're in a group of people in the car. That's right. It. They're just together, right? The team. Right. Where the Taurus might have a great appreciation for the leather in the mm -hmm. car. Mm -hmm. And the Leo might love that they're getting to take a selfie with this extravagant, extravagant car and putting it on social media. Oh so God. it's like they all oh. enjoy this, this experience, but they're mm -hmm. all ex enjoying like a different piece of it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Scorpio might enjoy seeing the envious eyes as they pull up to a stop sign. Everyone's seeing that they're in that car and they're not. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd enjoy that idea of being someone's jealous of what we have. Right, right, I mean, right. It's a, it's a one. That's a great little ditty there. Yeah, and the Gemini like loves to just be in the car for the road trip. So you could go through all twelve of the signs. They're loving but... the wheels. <laughs> yeah, they're loving the tread. I don't know exactly. Okay, so anyway, that's my little tangent. I think of that often, different examples mm-hmm. and like what each of the signs would appreciate about it. But um, let's get into self care for Gemini's. Right. No, I think this is like I think that they do really well with repetitive activities, mm-hmm. things that free the mind. So mm-hmm. whether that's driving, uh, washing the dishes, vacuuming, things that they can just do and like tune out everything mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think as well that uh, uh, Gemini's of all the signs, the idea of taking a mental health day, the idea of just saying, you know, I, my, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm taxed, I'm loaded to my max. I need to chill for a day. It takes nerve sometimes, you know. Yeah, I, I didn't even consider taking a mental health day until I was in my 40s. Did I even think of it? Right. Before I even justified that, oh, that that's probably valid. Yeah. I kind of like with that repetition, that repetitious activity, mm-hmm. you know, I think they do well with uh, like texting a lot or video games, even smoking. I know that doesn't sound like self-care, right. yeah. but the thing about the, the, the hands need to be busy. Mm-hmm. I think they do well. Yeah. So maybe that's even knitting, crocheting, knitting, something where like the yes. hand is moving. Yeah, exactly. And there's another thing about Gemini. I want to insert real quick that sometimes they need another life and maybe another life that everyone doesn't know about. Not that it's a secret or some, something terrible they're doing, but the idea of there, there's another part of them that nobody really gets or understands. And uh, I think of this, it goes back to my college days. I had gone to the therapist uh, for a short stint and um, and then three months later, I'd gotten a dog and uh, uh, showed up at, you know, whatever this thing was for to train your dog. And there he was behind the counter checking people in. And I immediately recognized him as my therapist. And he put his he put his um, index finger up across his lips like like don't don't mention therapy. Don't talk therapy with me. Don't tell me what's going on with you. You know, we're now this is my other world. This is where I I, you know, I love dogs. And oh, interesting. So it was very interesting. I never had that experience, but that was a real Gemini thing that this was probably where he unwound. Yeah. I like that example. Because I was going to update him on all the stuff that had happened to me <laughs> as a result of the therapy. But, you know, I thought okay. he was being like, don't, don't tell someone that I have another job. Oh, no, it wasn't that because this was like a volunteer thing. Got you it. Can clearly see. Yeah. Okay. When we talk about self-care for cancers, mm-hmm. uh, I would think they might do find real joy in like hosting a dinner party. Oh yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. other people might think that's so much work. Why would you want to do that? They might find just great comfort in serving others like that. The food, the food, it's all about the food, nourishing people. But you know, what I like about the cancers is they're oftentimes like rom-com uh, marathons, you know, where you get, get into a series and binge it uh, or just the rom-com movies. Uh, that's self-care for cancer. Yeah. Lovely one. Another one would be hugging or anything that creates that embrace. So they might do really well with like those weighted blankets. Or I've even seen those blankets that kind of put you in a cocoon. (laughs) 
Oh yeah. So yeah. anything that like think about the crab, you know, something that they can retreat into the shell mm-hmm. or that they're creating this little home. Yeah, one of the sexier ones though for cancer is swimming, but at night. Hmm. It's that slipping back the crab who hangs okay. out on the edge of the, you know, the sand, the water. Yeah. Like that. Slipping back in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when we talk about Leo rising, so self-care mm-hmm. for Leos, uh, this would be a fun one. Just like treat yourself unexpectedly. So bringing some fun into your life, some spontaneity. Oh yeah. Or bringing something, bring, bringing fun into a, a business meeting, you know, something that kind of is maybe youthful or enthusiastic or maybe even childlike uh, and just seeing how people uh, react. I th- I was going to think that for self-care for Leos would be their hair, indulging their hair. So having a standing appointment to have their hair done or making their hair, you know, stand out on some level, color cut, obviously. Hair masks, uh, hair masks, eccentric yes. hair pieces. So mm-hmm. crowns, extensions, yeah, uh, ribbons. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very strong. Next, let's talk about self-care for Virgos. Yeah. Yeah. You know, any of the graceful sports are really good for Virgo because they can show off finesse. So things you know, like tennis or golf. Tennis and golf are the two obvious ones I can think of. Yoga would be in there as well. We can show your finesse. You know, anyone can kind of do a half-ass down, down, downward dog, but <laughs> you know what I mean? But the idea of be doing it well or beautifully, oh, that takes finesse. So they do very well with sports activities that are on the refined side. Mm-hmm. Uh, they might also love to perfect. Mm-hmm. So again, think about... Uh, like that laundry room that we talked about earlier. Yeah. They Mm -hmm. might find just great joy and okay, how can I go in and perfect it or to edit it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I do mean in a very healthy way, I think uh, Virgos do really well with gossip. They like it. They like the analysis of Mm -hmm. who did what and why and where, and then the (laughs) idea of why did they do that? What was the reaction? What'd someone say? It's like a plot line. And they really think, oh, they should have said this, right? They would do really well, like in a book club. Book clubs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Next, let's talk about self-care for Libras, Mm -hmm. Libra Risings. Mm -hmm. I would think that they would love to create some sort of romantic setting. So whether that's something that they've created in their home, maybe they just might really enjoy romantic settings, like finding those places within their city. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that um, that could be a thing for them. Where's the most romantic spot in my, you know, in my city, in my town. And again, we're talking about sunsets here. We're talking about wonderful restaurants, wherever they need to go to find it. But I think, I do think as well, Libras need like a self-appreciation day because they do need a lot of appreciation, but sometimes they need to give it to themselves, right? True. They need to say job well done. Okay. Right. I'm going, what am I going to do to celebrate? Yeah. Well, we are talking about self-love, but you mm-hmm. know, this could even just be like having that best buddy to do something with okay? yeah. that partner in crime. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so Libra risings, indulge yourself, buy yourself the flowers. Um, that new Miley Cyrus song that's out, that's for Libra risings. 
Oh, okay. I'll uh, I'll fill you in after the podcast. <laughs> okay, good. Please do. Okay. <laughs> um, for self care for Scorpio rising. You know, I think sometimes uh, Scorpios like the idea of mystery. So again, if you if you wanted to help a Scorpio, you might just say, "I'm picking you up for dinner. I'm not telling you where we're going." So there would be a sense of mystery. The Scorpio would love that sense of mystery. You know, I mean, I can tell you, I'm not I'm not Scorpio rising, but you know, I mean, when you took us out to the uh, the comedy thing, that was a mystery with the location, the the comedian. It mm-hmm. was exciting. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, they could just binge too on a crime podcast or, you know, unsolved mysteries as well. Absolutely. Or maybe even getting just an intimate discussion, maybe not going to a big party, maybe going to just a friend and maybe it's just a phone conversation where it's heartfelt, it's deep felt, where maybe we're going to share a secret or two, a bonding experience, very validating and allows them to be honest and direct. It could even be something kind of like as crass as buying something erotic, like, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. I can think of one girlfriend where she got me like one of those charcuterie boards and it's shaped like the male genitalia, like, right. But she thinks yeah. it's hilarious. Like she gets, she gets a lot of pleasure out of doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Biographies are another thing. Scorpio rising, you know, it's, it's like stalking, but it's, it's approved. <laughs> Read a biography. <laughs> It's like the healthy version. The healthy version. Yeah. Uh, Self-care for Sagittarius rising. Oh, yeah. You know what? I think that Sagittarius, um, this idea of walking to nowhere, the idea, well, let's go down the street. Let's check this out. Kind of that wandering where you're not sure where you're going to end up. Obviously, you're hoping there's going to be some interesting stops along the way, but there's no, it's not like uh, walking in a a track in a circle. Let's just take off walking. There's some freedom there it's like a wind in your hair i mean i could i could bump that up and it's saying let's get on the highway road trip yeah Uh, sagittarius is love rising love that energy well and sagittarius has to do with like learning and expanding your mind so Mm -hmm. they can they can do that through travel they can do it through yeah just wandering or even audiobooks would be great for them Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, so, family reunions are very important as well for uh, self-care for Sagittarius because they go far. They generally create distance, geographical distance oftentimes, but sometimes other types of distances as well. And so the idea of coming back and reconnecting to family is real important. Yeah. Self-care for Capricorn rising. You know, I had to think about this one quite a bit. And there's an interesting idea that maybe Capricorns in general have to kind of come to terms that, you know, they're living a different lifestyle than maybe how the family that raised them, or they could have taken a very distinctly different path. And it could be a more affluent path, or it could be a more hippier path. Mm-hmm. It just means recognizing, coming to some terms about that, that you weren't, uh, you didn't need to do anything wrong, or that you're not so radical you're just being who you are okay so accepting your differences right right exactly allowing that to be not like shaming yourself about yes exactly exactly comparing yourself to a sibling all those things yeah yeah i would think that they might take great pride in like organizing like their schedule or their desk anything that kind of sets them up for success within that working arena Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm 
And I do think they should take credit for uh, stabilizing. They're a very stabilizing uh, effect on people. So, and sometimes, you know, someone is making a more splashier type of contribution. Uh, and sometimes you have to recognize that you provided the space, that it was your idea to get everyone together, <clears throat> that you're kind of the glue, the adhesive, the safe spot for people. Yeah. Self-care through any sort of exercise. I think they'd really benefit through like the Stairmaster, the stair climber, oh, yeah. uh, you know, or like hiking, anything that gives them height above the rest. So think of uh, the mountain great. goat. Yeah. Yeah. Checking into the, uh, the, what's the top floor? The penthouse. <laughs> oh, that too. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't want to exercise, you can just take the elevator. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, self-care for Aquarius rising. Yeah. How about that? What do you yeah. think Aquarius? Do you think, do you love to look at the stars? Yeah. We can't really see them here in Las Vegas, but I do appreciate it when we travel. Mm -hmm. Um, so literal yeah. stargazing could be a great one just because I think they're trying to see the big picture. That's exactly what it is. Seeing the their need to see the big picture. So they generally like going places where they can look up and see the stars. Yeah. Or find the Big Dipper. You know, wherever they're at, I always can find the Big Dipper. Or yeah. the idea of just going someplace to you've never been before. See, get the view from that point, from that geographical point. Yeah. So I think that, they really benefit too from wearing unique clothing. So whether it's bold patterns, just when they should look different when they walk into a room. They should. Yes. yes. Should and that includes the guys as well. Yeah. Um, and lastly for Aquarius rising, I think that they would get um, Pisces, a lot of Pisces. Still, still Aquarius. Oh, I'm sorry. Still. Oh, 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 oh I'm sorry. I one last one. Sorry for okay. Aquarius. Oh. <laughs> okay. Would be um, that they might get a lot of self love out of like volunteering or giving back to the community. So mm -hmm. something that they were kind of advocating for a larger group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. so for the last sign, self-care for Pisces rising. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, Pisces are so sensitive. They may enjoy uh, the experience. If they haven't had one, they really need to try this. These are sensory deprivation tanks. Mm -hmm. I had the opportunity to uh, float in one, and it's just a very surreal experience. Uh, but it get, talk about sensory deprivation. You know, you're, you're enclosed. I mean, there's usually piped in some very soft music is in the backdrop but uh it's a kind of a dreamlike trance that you're in because you're in there like an hour wow yeah, i recommend it for uh, any pisces rising yeah um because pisces is the fish we might put um, extra emphasis on the feet for pisces mm -hmm. rising mm -hmm. so some self-care could be pedicures foot soaks you know putting lotion on your feet before you go to bed putting socks on Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, swimming or immersive experiences, kind of like mom just talked about with uh, the tank, but it reminds them of being submerged into the water. It goes back to that travel thing. You go to a different country, you immerse yourself in the local culture. You're not interested in staying at the Hilton. You want to get on the streets. You want to eat the food. You want to have the full experience. It's part of that immersiveness. Yeah. I guess we didn't even share our rising signs during this, but. Well, Kate about, is a Pisces, yeah, rising, Pisces rising, right? Yeah. Made me think of our Thailand trip, which was seven years ago. Yeah. Have you been getting the pictures? I have. I mean, up on your phone, Facebook. I'm going like, oh my God, seven years ago. Yeah. 
But definitely, I love it. I, I wanted to say in Edith Hilton, she wanted to get onto the streets and eat the food. <laughs> and, you know, where, the, where you know, these are little griddles on the sidewalk and people are fixing, you know, very yeah. simple fare. And that's where Kate wanted to be. <laughs> yeah, no, I want to be where I'm not, I, where everyone else is speaking a different language around me. Yeah. 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 Okay, well, that concludes our talk for today on how to just embrace that ascendant, how to pamper it and give yourself a little bit of self-love. So this week we're talking about self-love and I think next week we'll probably do something similar with in yeah, in celebration of Valentine's Day about how the different signs actually love. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. We'll talk yeah, this was a good run up so make make a point. I'm going to I'm going to try to be come back next week with at least one example, Kate, of where you are more authentic than you normally are. Okay. And I was going to say too, um, for next week, should people try to find out what their Venus sign is? Oh yeah. To prepare? That, would be good. that would be very helpful. Okay. So if you're looking up your ascendant, also notate what sign does your Venus sit in? Yeah. Yeah. We'll be talking about it. Okay. As Valentine's day comes closer. Yes. So that concludes today's episode. We look forward to speaking to you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.